eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The State of Recruiting is brought to you by 24-7 Sports and the Horns 24-7 Network of Podcasts. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on the podcast platform of your choice. We also invite you to listen to the other great shows on the Horns 24-7 Network, including The Flagship with Taylor Estes and Chip Brown and The Longhorn Blitz with Jeff Howe and Rod Babers. Thanks for listening. Now on to the show. Welcome into a special edition of the State of Recruiting podcast. I am Horns 24-7 Managing Editor Taylor Estes, sitting in this week for Horns 24-7 Recruiting Analyst Mike Roach, who is uh, taking some time for his wedding anniversary. But I am joined, as always, by Horns 24-7 Recruiting Analyst Hudson Standish. And Hudson, we have a lot to talk about on this emergency edition of the State of Recruiting podcast. There's not many emergency editions, but usually when they drop, it's a good sign. So Hudson, why don't you tell us why this is a good sign for this drop in uh, early this week? Yeah, no, it's great news. Texas addressed a major position need in the linebacker spot with uh, gaining a commitment from North Crowley three-star linebacker Samaje Burrell. Um, it is one of the better developments, I'd say, of the 2023 cycle, getting him to shut down. And I'd say, honestly, it's probably the best when you marry his talent and potential need. I think it's the best commitment of the class so far. I mean, this is a guy that had offers from Ohio State, Florida, Oklahoma was pursuing heavily. And, you know, Texas linebacker coach Jeff Choate and um, Texas director of high school relations Chris Gilbert really did a fantastic job recruiting Burrell and got him to shut down his recruitment early and get off his timeline. It's fantastic news for the for the Longhorns. Yeah, this gives Texas their third, currently their third, as, as time that we record this, their third uh, verbal commitment in the 2023 class, all of them on the defensive side of the ball. You know, um, Hudson, and, and just kind of looking at this commitment, obviously you mentioned um, Ohio State being one of the contenders for Samaje Burrell. Uh, as we talked on the State of Recruiting podcast that dropped on Friday, he did cancel his Ohio State visit. So it sounds like this was in the works for a little bit of time. What can you tell us from some of the behind the scenes um, you know, details that went into not only him canceling that visit, but then you know, pulling the trigger and committing to Texas early? Yeah, so Mike immediately uh, from the visit weekend heard, okay, so this went really well with Samaje from a couple of sources. And then we both started, uh, you know, checking the phones. And sure enough, there was a ton of good news. So Mike went out to North Crowley on Monday and Tuesday, 
Um, we were able to kind of get the scoop. Samaje was okay with us putting in crystal balls. So we put in, you know, crystal ball predictions immediately. And it kind of just unfolded from there to the point to where Samaje was originally going to take the Ohio State visit because they had the, you know, tickets and everything already. But then they just decided, okay, we know it's going to be Texas. Let's visit this weekend. Let's help the Longhorns build something special in the 2023 class. And he went ahead and pulled the trigger on the commitment. And Taylor, I think that it's one of those ones, even though he is rated as a three-star, and like um, uh, national recruiting analyst Gabe Brooks likes to say, um, three-stars are good players too. Just because he's a three-star, don't think that it's a knock on him or anything. He's a fantastic football player. But when you look at the schools that were pursuing him heavily in the Ohio States, the Oklahomas of the world, Florida, I think you do get the sense that he's a guy that maybe is being recruited by programs above where his current ranking is. I think that Texas fans, especially considering um, the position that it's at, should be absolutely ecstatic with this commitment. Yeah. And and honestly, obviously, like, you know, recruiting ratings and rankings matter, but there's only a certain number of players that are going to be five and four stars. And let's be honest, Hudson, I mean, Texas has probably had more success in developing three star type of level of recruits into eventual NFL draft picks. I mean, you look at the often two offensive linemen that Texas has had drafted in the last, you know, um, number of years were three star you know, very, very under the radar type of prospects and Connor Williams and then Sam Cosme too. I mean, those were the diamond in the rough type of guys. And, and you're right. I think, I think a lot of times Texas fans can get really, um, or fans in general, not just Texas fans, college mm-hmm. football, recruiting junkies that love to follow it, get really into the, Oh, it's a three-star. He must not be that good. But, you know, I think at, especially at Texas recently, um, that they've really proven that wrong that sometimes these three-star prospects are way, you know, um, have a higher ceiling, I think, than a lot of the four and five stars that they don't necessarily get the credit for. And when you look at the, you know, the offer list and everything, I think that should stand alone too in in, in the type of caliber of uh, talent that these coaching staffs, at these D1 powerhouse type of programs are looking at. Absolutely, Taylor. And I think another thing to mention too is it's still pretty early in the rankings process. So, you know, I, I think that uh, something that a lot of Texas fans, not a lot, but some Texas recruiting fans kind of got caught red-handed on last year was when a guy like Ethan Burke uh, flips on signing day from, you know, Michigan to Texas. And that is on signing day. And it's like, oh, my God, he's a three-star. You know, why are we taking bread? Well, by the time that Ethan Burke actually, you know, starts to get properly evaluated because he's a late riser, he ends up being a four-star guy that you know is ranked higher than a lot of edges. So even though Samaje is a three-star right now on two four seven and a couple other sites, um, you know, I think that he is a guy I'd be pretty shocked at considering his testing and production. If by the end of the cycle he wasn't a four-star and potentially even a top two four seven caliber guy. Um, so you never want to go so hard on, you know, rankings discussion, kind of stargazing that you overlook the fact that Texas beat out Ohio State and Oklahoma for a, you know, linebacker in a state that normally doesn't produce linebackers on the same level that it does quarterbacks, receivers, defensive backs. I mean, it's just an, a fantastic development and a lot of credit needs to go to the Texas South. 
Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think especially with Ohio State being one of those contenders, I mean, more how many times have Texas fans been kind of um, upset at the number of prospect, elite prospects in the state of Texas that have gone to the Ohio States or the Alabamas or outside of state lines because Texas didn't do you know, a solid enough job recruiting them. I think that you can never underestimate that too. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So um, obviously a big win for Jeff Choate and Pete Kwiatkowski and the defensive side of the ball. Chris Gobert, as you mentioned, was also instrumental in this. You know, let's let's kind of talk about the inside linebacker type of position, Hudson. Um, you know, I think with Texas not really having a huge emphasis on that role in the 2022 recruiting cycle, you know, adding one of their three early commitments being an inside linebacker. Is that some sort of indication of the priority that this Texas staff and Jeff Chode is, is putting on adding to the talent at that role? Yeah, absolutely, Taylor. I think that's a great point. Like you mentioned, they only took one true inside linebacker and Travell Johnson from Arlington Martin last year. And they took Derek Brown, who we've kind of heard might be a little bit of a tweener between an inside backer or an edge. So we'll kind of see from there. But as Mike and I have reported, we believe that there's going to be three spots at inside backer. And the three guys that they want in those spots, primarily in-state with respect to um, oh, I'm Leona Leifau from Kahaku, Hawaii. You know, it's Anthony Hill, who's a consensus five-star. It's Darian Gallette, who has offers from Alabama, Texas A&M is a stud from Marlin. And then Samaje was part of that big uh, three in-state as well. I wrote about it earlier this week. But getting one of those top three targets in a spot where you know for sure you're taking three was just massive considering that Texas didn't really address inside linebacker at the level that they wanted um, in the 2022 cycle. And what we were talking about pre-show – as you mentioned, with likely DeMarvey and Overshone gone and kind of a weaker um, group that's already on campus uh, with respect to guys like Jalen Ford and David Benda, it's massive to get somebody like Samaje Burrell that coaches around the state, sources and player personnel at the next level really believe is a high caliber inside linebacker. Yeah, no doubt about it. And I think that anybody that follows both Texas recruiting and Texas, you know, team football stuff would know that linebacker, while obviously DeBarbie and Overshaw returning in 2022 was a, a huge addition. It was, I think, also very um, a good thing for him to do also, because I think he's going to with a solid season, he's going to improve his draft stock. But he is, you know, this is his last year of eligibility and um, the linebacker. I mean, a lot of times people say the linebacker is the quarterback of the defense and the quarterback yeah. is the most important, you know, probably position in all of sports, not just football. And Texas has been a little limited there for a while. So, you know, that's interesting to hear. They're looking for at least three at that mm -hmm. position. Do you think that's going to maybe take some of the angry uh, fans off of Jeff Choate's back a little bit after not really making it too much of a priority in 2022? I never want to speak for the angry fans because I'm worried <laughs> that they'll turn on me. But I, I hope it. Does. I hope it does because he is doing a. He did a great job with Samaje Burrell, and I think they've been evaluating their their second tier targets at inside linebacker really well. As uh, in addition, guys like Javen Anderson and Jonathan Hall and Bryson Washington, who are kind of the 
high school safeties that spin down into the linebacker spot at the next level. That's a really smart tactic that Big 12 teams and, you know, even a guy like Gary Patterson, who's now on staff at Texas, has been using for a while. And seeing Texas employ that in the 23 cycle gave me a lot of encouragement that things are trending the right way at that spot. And Taylor, you mentioned the linebacker being the quarterback of the defense. While it is a cliche, as somebody who played quarterback at the high school level and you know is kind of scheme junkie it's the absolute truth and having that football obsessed guy like Samaje Burrell out there calling signals is going to help the Texas defense considerably once he's ready to play I think that's something that um, a lot of fans kind of uh, are attracted to when it comes to recruiting is okay, don't give me the guy that's all traits and he has to, you know, get developed and there are a lot of, give me the guy who's really productive, who is a kind of junkyard dog type, who is just going to know how to play football and play the linebacker position, especially the second he gets on campus. And that's the Samaje Burrell. You're talking about a guy who in 11 games had 100 plus tackles and is just known as being a football obsessed guy that is just going to immediately be able to contribute to a team. So high floor take that I think has a great ceiling as well. It's a fantastic development for Texas fans. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of a little bit of almost Byron Murphy. I know it's a different position, but, you know, when Byron Murphy committed to Texas, um, he was kind of an und- not not too highly touted type of recruit, but he made noise in year one, more so than I think a lot of people um, acknowledge. And he, from everything, you know, that Mike reported last year, um, you know, he was kind of, it sounds like he and um, Samaje Burrell are kind of similar with the, you know, all they want to do is just be the best at playing football. They want to prove everybody wrong, maybe being under the radar or, um, you know, like not as highly uh, rated or whatever it may be. And, and Byron Murphy did that. I mean, um, is that, is that an accurate um, kind of comparison? Is that a little bit? I, I definitely, I definitely see the vision with that take, especially when you consider the, okay, they have the high school production, but maybe not the traits that would get them to the NFL. I think that Samaje could be an NFL linebacker to be completely honest. Whereas, you know, Byron Murphy, I think that he probably has that sort of potential too. But when evaluators were looking at him, it was, okay, he's 5'10". And ignoring the fact that he was DeSoto High School's all-time leading sack leader. I mean, you know, when you think about people that are able to, you know, schools that produce guys that are able to rush the quarterback, DeSoto should be the first school that comes to mind with guys like Vaughn Miller. Like, you know, so I think Calipari in general too. I mean, exactly. it's out there. You know, like, exactly. Yeah. So I, I definitely see the vision with that take. And at the end of the day, it's just one that Texas fans should be absolutely giddy about. Yeah, well, that that is always good information there. And I think more junkyard dogs that Texas can get on defense, especially um, the better. I think offensive lines got to add a little bit more in defensive line too, but um, I think you're starting to kind of see the vision of this Texas coaching staff in 2022 and now, you know, kind of feeding over in 2023. Absolutely. That's a great point, Taylor. You're finally seeing kind of the, without any sort of COVID restrictions or anything else kind of bogging down the full visit and just also having kind of a year under their belts too of knowing, okay, this is how you recruited Texas. This is kind of what we want. 
Um, I think that's a great point. The Texas staff seems to have their feet underneath them, and they had a really nice um, addition to the 2023 class. Yeah, no doubt about it. And uh, here's, I think, for all Texas fans, Sanity, hoping that the next step can be taken on the football field, obviously, in 2022. Absolutely. Um, seeing that development that these coaches were hired at Texas for. But, Hudson, before we go, is there anything else that you think is um, important to kind of address with uh, the commitment of Samaj Burrell or anything moving forward coming off of this commitment? I appreciate you asking that, Taylor, because up until now, I hadn't thought about this, but here is actually a kind of interesting nugget for Samaja Burrell. So he's from North Crowley, which is from the Fort Worth area. He previously played for um, Courtney Allen, who is one of Chris Gilbert, the Texas Director of High School Relations, direct uh, descendants on the coaching tree. And he's now coached by Ray Gates. And while that is all you know great and good he's originally from marlin texas he grew up in marlin a little bit and has a pretty tight relationship with fellow texas inside linebacker priority darian galette so with samaje now in the boat i'm kind of curious if samaje and then also um jerry bledsoe who's now uh, on texas's campus if they start to push Darian Gillette to stay close to home, even with um, Alabama and Texas A&M looking really good for him as well. So that's something I'd keep an eye on if I were Texas fans, that relationship. This is exactly why you not only subscribe to Horns 24-7, but make sure you always tune into the State of Recruiting podcast because you never know what type of nuggets you're going to get. Hudson, obviously great stuff here. Um, I appreciate you letting me kind of take over Mike's role and just feeding, you know, giving you this platform here since I'm no, not. Thank you, Taylor. I definitely but... couldn't have done it without you. I, I, you're the hero behind the scenes of every Horns 247 podcast. And I'm just happy that we were able to knock out a couple uh, stay recruiting while Mike was on vacation too. So been a ton of fun. Thank you so much. Hey, anytime. And uh, I appreciate that. But for Hudson Standish, I am Taylor Estes. We will see you over at Horns 24-7. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.